everyone, and welcome back to another edition of The Rockcast, a podcast made by Rockhurst University students for Rockhurst University students and anyone who's interested in life here at Rockhurst. And yes, as you can see, we're in person here for the first time, yeah. so we'll see how that goes later on. <laughs> We've got a super special guest today, Luke Spencer. He's a junior here at Rockhurst University, and he's got a really unique story that he um, so graciously is going to share with us. Um, he was in an accident, and he's going to share a little bit more about that experience, the rehab involved, and how that brought him to where he is today here at Rockhurst. So stay tuned for that. We will also talk about Hawk Wild Week, which is going on right now. But first, let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> Speakers, give us your name, your pronouns, your major, and... The last place you went that you can't wait to go back to. The Ooh. last place you visited. Ooh. I like okay. that. Visited. Okay. Well, my name is Sydney Truesdale. I am a senior nursing student. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, my pronouns are she, her. And the last place that I went that I can't wait to go back to, I'd have to say Colorado. I went there for a service immersion trip a couple of years ago. It was like the last thing I did Right before COVID, we were literally there when they shut the world down and they were like, you're not coming back to school. Mm -hmm. And I was up in these beautiful mountains and I was like, well, the world is ending. So I'd love to go back there again <laughs> and experience it in a different way. I'd love to see the world ending. Just go yeah. on. <laughs> oh my it was beautiful there. <clears throat> well, I hope the world doesn't end. <laughs> um, but hi, everyone. My name is Brianna Merle. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm majoring in physical medicine and bioethics. I would say the last place that I visited that I really want to go back to is probably Mexico. I really love exploring and learning about different um, cultures, and I just love going out the country. So, like, <laughs> I really can't wait to go again or even somewhere else. So. That's probably where I want to go again. <laughs> what part of Mexico? We went to Los Cabos. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> well, my name is Damien Hood. I live here in Kansas City. My pronouns are he, him, and my major is in psychology. Um, the last place that I w went but don't truly remember is Italy. I was born in Italy. I only oh, lived there for so one cool. year. So my hope is to go back now. I, my auntie, uh, one of my aunts already told me that she's already going to buy me a trip to Italy after I graduate college. Oh. It was supposed to be after high school, but she kind of forgot, which is okay. <laughs> um, but so, yeah. You get it eventually. I, exactly. <laughs> so I look forward to going to Italy right after uh, graduate right after graduating Rockers University. So, what part so of you're Italy cool. Are you from? Yeah. You said what? What part of Italy are you from? Sicily. Oh, so that's what that your birth so certificate is. Cool. My wow. birth certificate, and, th and that's why my mom doesn't even let me touch my birth certificate because it, <laughs> it's a long process to get it. Another one. So are you a dual <laughs> citizen? Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. That's cool. so cool. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't. Learn <either>. hmm. <laughs> something new every day. There the you well, my name is Neil. My pronouns are he, him, his, and I'm a political science major on a pre-law track here at Rockhurst University. I think I'm most excited to go back to the South. Something about the South, the atmosphere, mm -hmm. the acclimation, the culture, the vibe, the weather, everything just goes together. And I'll be there during the summer. Um, I'm either going to Texas, 
New Orleans or Atlanta. So we have yet to wow. see, but um, nice. I'm just excited. I Some nice show. options. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe, comment, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. And if you would like to watch this as a Zoom cast, which we're not even on Zoom anymore, <laughs> so an in-person cast, <laughs> find us at youtube.com slash rockershawk. And if you have any questions or topic ideas, or if you're interested in joining us like Luke, make sure you send us a DM at Rockhurst University, or you can contact us through rockers.edu. We've got a great guest for you today, Luke Spencer, who's a junior here at Rockhurst. Luke, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so I'm a junior here at Rockhurst, um, but this is actually my first semester of my junior year because uh, ever since high school, I was trying to get into a service academy. I dreamed of going to Navy or Coast Guard since I was little, because that's where my dad went, and I wanted to uh, serve my country as, an, as a naval officer. And so last year was my third year applying, and I finally got in. And so up, I went up for plebe summer, which is basically basic training before the academic year starts. So you go in and there's a military training mixed in with your normal school, uh, school schedule and everything. So things like parades on Saturdays and extra military training. Um, so I was in for plebe summer. I got early on, five days in, I got a really bad concussion. Uh, during one of the workouts, I slipped on a tile floor and hit my head. Uh, went to the ER, came back, was all checked out, everything was going well. Um, then once I was put back into training, I was still recovering from concussion, so I was very limited in my activities. And I got a second concussion while I still had the first one. So it was really, really bad. I had constant headaches, really pro a lot of problems with noises, um, got nauseous, things like that. Um, and it just wasn't healing. So they sent me home to recover. and. After about a month, I was seeing a doctor and everything, and I recovered. The day after, he said, all right, you're cleared to go back. You're all healthy. Um, I was driving out in Atchison, Kansas, and I got rear-ended in a really bad car accident, and the bike in my trunk punctured my skull. I have a traumatic brain injury and a fractured skull. Um, but from there, everything has actually gone remarkably well after a rough summer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. I can only go up from there. I, uh, they expected me to be in the hospital for a month, two weeks in the ER, or urgent care, and then another two weeks just kind of to watch over me. But by the surgery was Saturday morning, and by Monday morning, they said, uh, actually, you need to go home because you're doing so well, your biggest risk is infe infection. So they sent me home three days later and spent a couple months recovering, just doing physical therapy and some speech therapy things. And then I registered at Rockhurst and kind of here I am now. <laughs> wow. That's wow, what a story, honestly. What was the hardest part of the journey for you? Um, something that I think was actually really helpful and made all of it a lot easier was, so my freshman year I worked with the Rockers basketball team a lot. Um, not officially on the team, but I had a practice spot. I helped and then I would travel with them as a manager. So I was very involved with the team. And, but then sophomore year when I didn't 
get into the Naval Academy again, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm not doing basketball. The Navy is my goal. So I didn't do basketball. I just focused on the Naval Academy. And that was also around the same time of COVID. And when everything got shut down with COVID, <laughs> I got really, really bored. And I signed up with my brother and started training for an Ironman triathlon. So wow. Then, <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then in May, <laughs> in, uh, in early, or mid-May, basically a month before I was heading up to the academy for plebe summer, we did the, uh, the Ironman. And that's kind of a story of its own. But basically, short, long story short with that, I had some difficulties with the run. I started just, my body is kind of breaking down. It's a long day. Yeah. And I couldn't run anymore. My heart rate was spiking, all that stuff. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to start walking. And I just need to finish this. That was my only goal from the beginning of the day. So I started walking. And I was like, OK, I can walk. So I walking faster. And then I started really walking. And I started passing up some of the joggers. <laughs> and uh, I ended up, wow. I finished it. It took me a little over 16 hours. It was a really long day. But um, I realized during this semester how helpful that was for me later because with first the first concussion at the Naval Academy, then the second concussion, then the brain injury, like my whole life is in a different direction now. I had school paid for, I had a career picked out for me, all of the benefits that come with military officer life, and now all that is gone. I'm not eligible to go back. And every step of the way there's been something new. But the Iron Man was really helpful looking back, teaching me just every time that something seems wrong, I couldn't run anymore, I couldn't, my heart rate was spiking. There was a way to keep moving forward, and now I'm happy where I'm at. There is a way to keep going. Like, nothing seems as bad as it does in that second. It's kind of why that helped me, so. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate you coming in and, like, sharing your story with us, and I'm very interested. Like, like so all those things happen, and so like where you are today, like what are you looking forward to or do you have any like new things on the horizon? Like what does that kind of look like for you? Absolutely. So I came back to Rockhurst partially because it was what was familiar with, to me. Mm -hmm. um, but also when I was looking at, well, do I transfer now? I'm halfway through school. Just what are the perks of going somewhere versus what I know? Mm -hmm. um, Rockhurst sets me up really well for what I now want to do. I want to at some point get my MBA. I want to get ma a master's. Um, and Rockhurst is a very respected undergrad, so that's, that's kind of the, the path forward right now. Um, yeah, I don't remember if that answered the question. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> I've been listening to a podcast called Hidden Brain, and actually the most recent episode I was just listening to was talking about plan A's and plan B's how when somebody who's going into plan A has a plan B, they're more inclined to lax off, I think is how you say it, lax off from plan A. So I heard that you're going with a master's. Do you currently have any other plan B or what is your plan A after getting the master's, if that made sense? Yeah. The goal is to get into upper level business management. Okay. Mm -hmm. So whether that means a master's right away or a master's after a couple years of working, either way, the goal is a master's. Mm -hmm. um, it's only a matter of when. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Um, I first also want to say that what a horrible thing to happen to you. And I'm so sorry <laughs> that that happened to you, but kudos to you. Very proud of you for 
making it back here because a lot of people probably would have not done that, probably would have quit. So kudos to you for um, coming back to Rockhurst. Um, who was with you during that time? Like, mm-hmm. I have had a lot of family members got sick or like one of my good friends was in a car accident. She had to do a lot of PT and some rehab and she relied heavily on our friends and family to support her through that. Who would you say helped get you through that experience? Uh, definitely a lot of family, but actually in the car with me, the reason I was out in Atchison is my girlfriend is on the soccer team out there oh. at Benedictine. And so we were coming back from Chipotle in St. Joe <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> when, we, when we got oh hit. Gosh. And so we were both together. We went like an ambulance to St. Joe and then actually got transferred down to KU Med for the surgery and everything. She ended up a few weeks later going back to playing soccer finished out the season, got her starting spot back, which was awesome. Um, But still, so less, for her, less physical problems um, or injuries, almost nothing. There's some whiplash. But for her, I don't remember a single thing from the accident until after surgery. She remembers every second of it, and she looked over and thought I was dead. So that's rough. Um, Much rougher than mentally, like long-term, what I had to go through. Um, So there was... It was good to be able to see her a lot afterwards, but then also my family. So after I came back from the academy while I was recovering, I moved in back in with my parents who live close by. And so I'm just, I'm still living with them while I'm kind of getting used to school again. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Definitely would would probably be an adjustment. I will say it has been a lot of fun back in with my parents because I had a a little bit forgotten, like for the first two years of Rockers, I wasn't living with them. I was living close to campus and uh, forgot how much fun. I come from a really big family and I forgot how much fun it was just being in the house for all the craziness. I'm the fourth of 11 kids. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You guys are like the bakers, cheaper by the dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. Do you have younger siblings at home with you? Is it just you and your parents? I do. Yeah. So I'm I'm the fourth oldest. Fourth oldest. Okay. Oh, okay. Fourth oldest. Nice. nice. That's fun. Aww. I'm sure they're glad to have you back home, the, ki- the younger siblings. It's a lot of fun, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so one of the things uh, colleges implement and Rutgers University uh, implements is accommodations for certain disabilities mm-hmm. or certain struggles that students may be going through. Um, how has Rutgers been uh, treating you with any accommodations if you've inputted any? Yeah, so I went right away before the semester started while I was still registering and talked to the Disability Center and everything. Mm -hmm. But it was a little bit weird because of, I just had had so little challenge up to that point, just being at home doing physical therapy, that was kind of all I was doing. Didn't know what help I was gonna need. Mm -hmm. So they said, we're here for whatever you need. And it actually took a while during the semester to figure out as the routine started, what was hard and what was not. Mm -hmm. And so right now, they're all ready. All my teachers are ready to work with me. The disability center's ready. But this semester, I didn't put anything extra in place because it's only kind of towards the end now that I've really realized what I'm struggling and need help with. Mm -hmm. So over the summer, I'm going to make sure to get those in place. And they're all ready to help me with that. But yeah. I suppose in that same conversation, first of all, your story is quite trajectorious. Um, I commend you for your life thus far. Um, In that same conversation, uh, what sort of challenges might you expound on um, that you face here at Rockhurst? After having lived through what you have lived through, now having to come into Rockhurst, what sort of challenges have have you undergone? 
Absolutely. Um, the main th the main thing that I'm struggling with is long term or after an hour when I'm studying or in class or reading if I hit an hour I kind of hit a wall um, I get yeah. bad headaches and my retention goes out the mm. window so I didn't notice that early on because I normally just have one class but I started to notice I've got one back-to-back -back class and that second <clears throat> class was just absolutely a struggle I would go home and not remember absolutely anything that happened yeah. <laughs> it was just gone so what do you do in between those hours to try to help or benefit the get around the wall, per se? Yeah, I mean, it really only takes 20 to, or probably 30 minutes. I just kind of, if I walk around, maybe eat something, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. It just gives my head mm -hmm. kind of a, a rest yeah. mm -hmm. okay. from the concentration. And mm -hmm. on that same sort of topic, the concentration is really the part that's so hardest. So the wall is normally at an hour for like reading or listening to a lecture. But if it's like a test, that time gets pushed shorter because I'm concentrating, it gets a lot harder. So yeah. it's completely changed my study habits. Like I've been a pretty good student the last two years. I The only semester I didn't make the Dean's List was when we uh, went online and it was kind of crazy. Mm. But I also had really, really bad study habits. Like I'm a horrible crammer doing everything <laughs> last minute. But now I can't cram for anything because if I hit that hour I'm done right. and so mm. I've actually had to structure myself so in that way it's been pretty good for me <laughs> <laughs> so Luke say you have a test that you know will take a lot of your time and a lot of concentration and a lot of effort what do you do in preparation for that what exactly like would you give us an example of, of such yeah so it becomes kind of a full process. I like to use Quizlet when I can. And so I make, depending on how big the test is, I'll like make half of a Quizlet. And just the making half of a Quizlet part, depending on how much material there is, kind of hits my, hits my wall. I go get a snack or go for a run or something. And then I come back and finish. And then later on that day, like I'll have to do this maybe a week in advance. So later, once that is made, then it's, that becomes a really easy way to flip mm -hmm. through things quickly and have like structured like I can see on the flashcards or whatever where I've gotten to. And then, I, and then I've got to leave it. And so for a couple days going up to the test, I just look over the material section by section and try to, if it's things that can be quizleted, <laughs> I quizlet them. <laughs> so main things are overviewing material, structurizing yourself, and like being fully prepared as much as you can be. Mm -hmm. the, and, and at the same time, the reading for classes, I've got a literature class and then I've got like a history class that both have a lot of reading. Yeah. And so I can't ever just leave it for the morning of or anything. So I have to, mm -hmm. every week, every Sunday, I sit down and go through my schedule and say, I'm going to read this many pages of this. Monday morning, this many on the afternoon, this many Tuesday. And so I have to just go through everything very, very specifically. Wow. Yeah, good for you. That definitely would develop good study habits. Right. I uh, probably should learn from that. Honestly, you could give a class, yeah. to be quite honest. <laughs> oh, wow. You just had to jump right into it. <laughs> it's been a ride. Yeah. <laughs> have your prof how have the professors been? They've all been really, really helpful. That's, um, nice. that's good to hear. And I haven't had anything in particular that often that I need, but mm -hmm. when there's been a class that I struggle 
or like I know that I just had headaches and wasn't going to remember anything. When I talk to them, they'll send me the notes afterwards that they had from the board if they didn't mm. post all that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, which that's is good. nice. Yeah, that's nice. Something else that saved me many times now is I found a really cool app on the iPad. So I ended up buying an iPad because of this, where hmm. as I'm taking notes, it'll do the audio. Oh. And then later on, I can be scrolling through my notes and I can click on a note that I hand wrote and it'll play the audio that was playing right when I took that note. Oh, oh that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is really yeah. nice. And at the same time, like because it's an iPad, you can like I could just scan papers mm-hmm. into it and all that oh, kind of stuff. So that's cool. That saved me because there was a paper recently that I had to do and it's for that back-to-back class that I struggle with. And that paper normally it was a three-page double-spaced, not that hard. It should mm-hmm. should be a quick evening thing where you whip it out. And it was even one where you don't need any outside resources. You just stuff from class. And I got down and looked at the prompt, and I was like, I'm screwed. (laughs) Because I didn't remember anything. So I had to spend, like, a whole Sunday. I think I spent maybe six or seven hours just going back through the audio lectures and taking breaks and looking at the notes just to remember the class material to write the paper. (laughs) So Wow. Wow. Yeah. What's crazy is that I'm actually in that exact same class, and I had to overview all my notes as well, so I can't even imagine, like, your whole process. Maybe maybe it's it's not me as much. (laughs) 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 Maybe maybe it's just a harder class. Both, maybe. Right. Well, what's next for you at Rockhurst? Do you do anything besides uh, school right now? Are you back Mm -hmm. with the basketball team? I am not back in the basketball team. I do sing in the Rockers Choir. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Well, yeah, I do that every semester and then also sometimes do, like, it's not technically Rockers, but with Dr. McDonald, he does Musica Sacra, like the mm-hmm. higher level singing mm-hmm. group. And I've done that a few times and hopefully do that in the fall. Cool. Oh, cool. We should have like a special edition where you <laughs> yeah, and Niel sing because you all can both sing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a special edition one. <laughs> Are you what? A bass tenor? I'm a tenor. Tenor. Nice. Nice. That's as much new musical knowledge as I have. <laughs> <laughs> throw that in there. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Luke, thank you for being here. We appreciate you sharing your story with us and um, letting us learn a little bit more about your journey here at Rockhurst. Um, we continue to wish you the best in the rest of your semester and your time here at Rockhurst. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. It was fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our first in-person guest. I know, right? It's <laughs> going down in the books. Yeah. I really cannot believe how much he's gone through. Like, and the fact that he even said after he left, he was talking about how even after the accident, he'd just woken up, even though he doesn't remember anything. Like, people told him what he was doing, that he went up the hill and still continued, like, helping people out the cars, even with, like, a bloody head. And, of course, once they arrived, they told him that he was, like, he needed to lay down, sit down and everything. Like, the fact that he has that much compassion and generosity for other people even when he's clearly bloody everywhere and still wanting to help people it just shows his character like his true nature and everything and I think that he's a 
very wonderful person just after that interview right there, just alone. Yeah, that definitely says a lot about somebody mm -hmm. to be in that state and do that, for sure. I cannot imagine. And then going through all of that, during like your undergrad like years like yeah. it just goes to show that you truly never know like what people are going through and then we're talking sure. about giving people grace like <laughs> mm -hmm. that's a great example of that um and i don't know it kind of just make me look at things differently because like i i understand that like a lot of people go through different things but then it's also like making sure that's on the forefront of your mind when mm -hmm. someone's having a bad day or they may not have like the best spirits as mm -hmm. they did the previous week or the previous year i think that's something to like keep in mind you know so, yeah. I think what you just said is incredibly important because I had actually not met Luke, and I know he's in my class, and I see him there every <laughs> single day I attend the class. Um, but um, I didn't know his story yeah. until today. And it's just the whole time he was here, it was like I was enthralled by um, just the story that he can tell now yeah. and how all of us have stories, but his story is being developed now. Mm -hmm. And like at such a young age he can speak on it that's so important and also understanding like you said yeah. that people have those stories and they walk with those stories on a quotidian basis so having in mind that people might have a different story than you they might have different trajectories they might have undergone a number of other things yeah. is really important especially as students when we're focalized in our studies yes. when we're worried about so many other things um, in the scholarly world in the collegiate world having in mind that we all have stories, we're all humans, um, and just being very cognizant about that is right. super important. Yeah. And then for his girlfriend. For oh his girlfriend. Oh my goodness, yeah, that that too. Oh my yeah. goodness. Mm -hmm. Couldn't imagine. Thank God they're still together. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm glad they are still together, because you should definitely So yeah, Hawk Wild Week is going on right now. Monday, we had a day of where we were giving interviews uh, to for Father Curran, uh, as we say our farewells to him. And then there was also Instagram giveaways. Um, today, there was a cookie dough uh, fundraiser along with like pieing in the face. The cookie dough event was free and that was outside of Rockers uh, in their Rupe Circle. So for two, Tuesday's fundraiser, there is a Chillicothe fundraiser with pieing in the face. So with that, uh, people just came up and it paid a dollar or two to pie somebody in the face and they raised money for Chillicothe, Chillicothe Women's Prison. And along with today, there was also free um, cookie dough right outside of Arupe. Um, and then for Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, there you can wear denim for denim day. Um, that's to raise awareness against sexual assault. And then later on that day, they're having a scavenger hunt for these like painted rocks that they're hiding all around campus. I think they spell out Rockhurst Talks or Hawk Wild Week or something like to do with Rockhurst, mm. but you'll know them, they're painted and they're hidden all around campus. And if you find one, you get to automatically go to the front of the line and access to like the first prizes oh. for Thursday which is the farmer's market, which is always really, really popular. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get there like, what, 30, I minutes, would say 30 early, minutes early? For sure, like, yeah. I one time, like the first year they did it, I was like, I'm gonna be so, I was feeling good about myself. I showed up about 20, 25 minutes early and the line was already so long. So yeah. you gotta show up early. So if you get those rocks, that is 
a really good deal because you'll you can skip the line you could show up right before it starts mm -hmm. and you get to go in right away mm -hmm. yes and then that's so true because yeah. most people who don't make the line they don't get out of luck yeah. it stretches the entire soccer field you can so. get maybe one sticker or yeah. <laughs> whatever's <Yeah>. left those <laughs> scraps yeah it's so funny because people go up there with bags and then once they're at the end of the line they only have two things in the bag yeah. so wow. <laughs> And then at the very end of Hawk Wild Week, we have our big rock stock. So um, it, it, we host it every year. And so we have Social House coming and Careless Vibes. And so the entire night, it starts at 6.30. So there will be different carnival games, prizes, and a lot of food um, out in the quad and outside the TMDR. And then a few hours in is when the actual concert will start. So I think they're trying to figure out whether or not it's going to be in person or not due to mm -hmm. inclement weather. Mm -hmm. However, it's usually a very big event. I highly recommend people to attend, and it's a lot of fun, too. Yeah, yeah. the Rockstock is my favorite. They mm -hmm. started the the carnival part was new last year, oh, nice. and I loved it. Yeah. I did all the mini games, put all my tickets into one basket, and I won this record player, which I've been nice. wanting forever. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, woo! Because I've been wanting to buy one, and I was like, well, it's here, like I might as well try to win it, and your girl won it, so. <laughs> <laughs> A little flex. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, so if you haven't been to it before, or if you're new on campus, I highly recommend that you all attend Rockstock. For sure. Before we go any further, because I know she won't say it herself, oh, we have Heart of the Year sitting right here with us in the studio Whoa. today. Give it up for free. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Along with the new Student Senate President right there. Yes. So, <laughs> but honestly, no, I'm very excited for the position and being nominated for Hawk of the Year is truly a blessing. Um, and if you see me around campus, you know, definitely don't be shy to stop me, speak. And I'm very excited to really implement some different things on campus. Oh, I just made it so serious. <laughs> definitely reach out if you have any questions or comments or concerns regarding student life or just anything here at Rockhurst. Definitely let me know and I'll be able to point you in the right direction. Yes. <laughs> That's actually it for our show here today. Thank you all for tuning in to our very first in-person podcast. So from... Brianna Merrill. <laughs> Sydney Truzil. Damien Hood. And Yellow Royo. You all have a good day and have a wondrous life. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>